Hey there, thoughtful listener. Would you like consistent and predictable sales activity with no spam and no ads? I'll teach you step by step how to do this, particularly if you're an agency owner, consultant, coach, or B2B service provider. What I teach has worked for me for more than 15 years and has helped me create more than $10 million in revenue. Just head to upmyinfluence.com and watch my free class on how to create endless high-ticket sales appointments. You can even chat with me live and I'll see and reply to your messages. Also, don't forget, the Thoughtful Entrepreneur is always looking for guests. Go to upmyinfluence.com and click on podcast. We'd love to have you. With us right now, Ellen Kosher and Dominique Bendow. Uh, it is so wonderful to have you, ladies. You are the co-founders and CEOs, I guess co-CEOs of Wake Up, Shake Up, Thrive. Your, that's your website as well, wakeupshakeupthrive.com. I am so grateful you are here. And as I was kind of sharing with you just a little bit before we got going, um, this is actually a topic that that I have actually, I have been so fascinated with um, you know, thinking about where I am, I recently turned 51, um, you know, not anywhere too close to retirement, but I think, you know, in my brain, you know, I've kind of been going through this deconstruction, reconstruction when I think about aging and when I think about kind of this second stage of life. And and here we go. I have the experts on this. And so it's so delightful to have so you. Excited. We are so excited, Josh. Thanks for hosting us. Yes, of course. Uh, let me, you know, I kind of teed you up here, but what is Wake Up, Shake Up, Thrive? Mm. <laughs> That's a good one. So it is basically waking up the conversation on the aging demographic, recognizing, and Josh, you just said it. I love what you said. You said the second half of life. 50 is exactly midlife today, mm -hmm. which was not the way for our parents. And then it's shaking up the mindsets so that not only employers, individuals, entrepreneurs, everyone realizes what's going on and we change any biases we might have around aging so that everyone can thrive. Yeah, what is there to look talk, talk about for a moment why the your years of 50 plus I, you know, let's say you're in your 30s and 40s, and maybe historically you've been not real excited about that for whatever reason. Would you mind maybe just talking for a moment about, oh, no, no, listen, when you when you get to that, these are the, and I don't want to be trite about this by saying that they're the best years of your life, but man, there are a lot of great aspects to finally arriving at this stage of life. Uh, could, would you mind just kind of giving a little mini sure. TED talk on this? <laughs> sure. We have the question very often. And to be honest, if we had the chance to go back to when we were in our 20s or 30s, never, never. It yeah. feels so good now because... At the time when we were in our 20s and 30s or 40s, we were looking at the 50 plus with so many different views on, on what they were going through. And today, thanks to a lot of reasons, and the economy is one of them, um, there's so much that we can contribute to when we are 50 plus. And we both created our business when we were over the age of 50 
And it feels much better to do that when we have 20, 30 years of experience mm -hmm. in the background. We both come from a business background and a corporate background. Um, and it, it definitely has helped us mm -hmm. a lot to thrive today because we bring along that wealth of experience, failures, successes, okay. networks. networks experience in general but also financial savings and the the resilience level which in entrepreneurship as you know is a key factor to not only start a business but in a sustainable way mm -hmm. so what we notice is that people that are over 50 have gone through the covid years and through life with much more resilience than the younger generation mm -hmm. and we know what hard work means we know what it takes to go through tough times through life experiences. So it, it definitely has helped us a lot to create our business when we were over 50 and, and the stats. Well, you can mm. mention the Yeah, stats. I could mention the stats actually in entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurs over 50 are five times more successful than younger startups. And oh it makes my gosh. And that is global. That is global. The reason is they've made the, what Dominic said. They've made the mistakes. They've got the network. They're often financially sound. They know the people. They know their stuff. And they've got that resilience. Five times more successful. Yeah, I believe that. I think about you know the mistakes that I made in in entrepreneurship in my twenties and thirties, and you know I think about boy, I sure would not make those kinds of mistakes today because we've gained the wisdom. Plus, yeah, I think work. you pointed this out too. Uh, typically, you know, folks again in their fifties and so forth, they're going to have more access to more resources. So yeah, not only do you have more um, financial resources, you've got more wisdom you also likely have a much uh, broader network or maybe a higher level network, um, which the people you know uh, can make all the difference in the world as to, are you going to be able to be successful? So to, I'm thinking of our friend right now that might be, um, they might be doing a little bit of part-time um, business on the side. You know, they're uh, maybe they have a great position and eventually they, they see themselves making an exit from that job. And, um, you know, maybe they want to get into consultancy, uh, you know, something like that. Um, you got a lot going for you today. Wouldn't, I would imagine you agree. <laughs> totally so, agree. <laughs> and we have quite a number of people who come to us and say, well, can you share with us or with me your experience on how it feels to start your business after the age of 50? Mm -hmm. And what we notice is that the why they do it at any age is important, but but when you have 20, 30 years experience in the background, your why is much more easily to, to be specific and to spell it out. Mm. Um, and it's not about money. It's not about making loads of money. It's about impact. It's about sharing legacy, knowledge, legacy mm -hmm. experience, um, and values. values. It's, it comes yeah. down to values. And, and what Dominique says is right. As of after 50, when you're determining the why of what you do, you are aligning with your purpose much more so because you get this feeling, Josh, and I can feel it in you already, that nudge, something's nudging. You want to align, you want to make sure that what you're doing actually matters. 21, 22, we just want to do it. We just want to do it. We want to make money and build and questions are different. 
Yeah, that's absolutely correct. You know, it's really interesting. And as I was sharing, um, I've really, this has been an area where I've been deconstructing and reconstructing. I, here in Florida, we have um, what are known as, you know, the kind of these 55 plus communities. And, you know, I said, you know, I just turned 51. I'm like, well, that is not very far away. And initially I was just kind of, uh, you know, I, I, I was thinking about that with dread. And mm. then I started really, I started watching a lot of YouTubers. I started listening to, you know, just really learning a lot about, you know, kind of this lifestyle that that you can create for yourself if you don't want to work 80 hours a week. I don't. Um, and I don't know many, you know, 50, 60 plus people that do. I, I, I want to enjoy every day. I don't always have to live for I'll be happy. And this is where I, I saw myself doing this a lot in my 20s and 30s, right? I'll be happy in the future. I'm going to work my tail off right now so that I can have good stuff later. And I think that's fine, maybe appropriate, age appropriate. But now it's like, no, 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 no. I, I, I'm okay. Like, I don't need to be a gazillionaire, right? I, I you know, I love what I do. I love, you know, and, and I want to have a great work life balance today. So that's, that's kind of my journey. And I don't know if you've noticed that or if that's common, what I've just shared. Very common. In fact, in our book, we actually say that as of 50, the present moment becomes more important. And this alignment in multiple dimensions, in our book, we look at five dimensions, physical health, physical well-being, it changes. Yeah. Emotional well-being, spiritual well-being, which is that personal alignment, financial well-being, you just mentioned it. And interestingly enough, um, financial wealth does not procure more happiness mm. in with age. It does not. What does our connections and people. Mm -hmm. And yes, the last dimension is the intellectual dimension, which yeah. is brain health. And neuroplasticity, mm -hmm. which we know today only fades away when you die, not when you're alive and old, but when you actually die. And, and you know what, when you're 20, in your 20s and 30s, you look at life like you take it for granted that it's, you've got 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years ahead of you. But when you're 50, and you have friends who retired and, and fell sick right after retirement or don't reach retirement age, you look at time and age in a much different way. Mm -hmm. And that's when living the present moment does make sense because you never know how long it, it will last and you want to enjoy it now and not during the weekend and not during the vacation and not during retirement, but now. Mm -hmm. And you want to know and you want to do something yep. that you really enjoy and have the impact now and not later because mm. later it might be too late so um the the, the notion of time does have a different uh, meaning, meaning. Mm -hmm. when you're 50 plus and, and dominique if, oh i'm sorry please to interrupt if i may say when you're 50 you may have 30 years in in front of you not only to be alive but to be thriving fall in love, create a business, make good fortune, explore the world. Um, and we have a number of examples where people are 70, 80, or even more, and they're still looking at creating businesses, mm -hmm. making millions, um, doing M&As and talking to investors. It's not the 80 years old that used to be, you know, sitting on the sofa and watching oh, TV. No. That's not what it is any longer. 
And and Dominique, I know your background is in human resources leadership. Um, let's say that there's someone listening, um, and uh, they might be in their 30s or you know just turned uh, you know in, into their 40s, but yet you know they look at um, their teams and they're like, you know, we have a lot of great folks um, that have bring a wealth of experience. We're so grateful, uh, you know, for their wisdom and experience, but. What can we do uh, to create a better work environment um, for our talent that that might be in that 50 plus category? Again, I don't think we want to create an environment where we exclude that, right? And so, you know, when I think about kind of the stereotypical, all right, we're going to create this Silicon Valley.com startup vibe, and it's going to be all about youth and working everybody 80, 90 hours a week. I mean, that is a culture, uh, but I think that you might be missing out on some valuable elements of uh, a workplace culture that, um, you know, it's, it's kind of this, you know, we, we embrace, hopefully you embrace diversity and yeah, diversity also include, you know, folks that have more, you know, wisdom, they just have more career experience. And that experience is crazy valuable. But but from a human resources perspective, could you talk about this for a moment? Sure. And and there's so much to be done. Still, we see we've been to conferences, and we are going to conferences very often, either as speakers or participants. And the good news is that things are changing. There's still a lot to be done. But things are changing. But there's different things. It's to include the older generation in the learning and development activities, either as trainers, facilitators, mentors, but also for them to learn new stuff. You know, with AI coming around, we can't just assume that the 50 plus generation will be excluded and cruising until they retire. They need to learn and update their skills as anyone in the organization. So it's to include them in giving them um, possibilities to learn and update their skills. That's one thing. Reverse mentoring. Mentoring are great opportunities to share knowledge and value the experience of the older generation. To help the multi-generation team work together. It's not because you have multi-generation teams that they get along and understand each other. There's loads of beliefs, assumptions, bias about the young generation, about the older generation. So as an HR person, it's our role to make sure that they understand each other, that they can work efficiently together. And we do a lot of work on bias we do a lot of that. Mm -hmm. um, as well, because that can go against collaboration and innovation and creativity and the performance of teams. So there's a number of things that go through learning activities, mentoring, uh, working on bias, making sure that the five generation teams and workplace actually are thriving and not fighting against each other, because that's not adding value, it's yeah. destroying value in the organizations. I wanted. I want to ask you. I've been. I wanted to ask you this. Um, I'm so grateful that you're here. Um, sometimes I think um, culturally and social media and stuff, it can be very easy to put people into boxes and just say, that is just a boomer mindset uh, versus a millennial mindset. When in fact, that some of those aspects and good and negative per, per potentially, right, um, are not so much about the era in which they were raised, but it's more of a factor of guess what millennials, you're going to feel 
oh, you're going to share a lot of those commonalities when you get, so it's not just, so you don't want to just blame, oh gosh, yeah. because you were born in the fifties or sixties, you know, therefore X, right. It's, it's more of a, no, 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 no. Um, it, it's, it, that is a natural age appropriate you know, maybe mindset. And I'm not yes, thinking necessarily about Josh. bad this things. Is we, exactly. We, this is oh. exactly the shakeup. And as you were speaking about your communities in Florida, the 55 plus, we are not looking at that anywhere. Two things I would come up with, with what you had said, we are looking at what we work essentially in the workplace because everybody works. And we are looking at a multicultural, multidimensional, diverse and inclusive mm. organization today. And yet today, only 8% of companies include age in their DEI programs. So that's a very interesting thing to think about. As we go forward, age is not is just a number. It's we just, just did a, a year with a major multinational company. We ran a series of workshops, age is just a number. And I wanna come back to your thought when you talked about that potential Silicon Valley startup, mm. millennials will not do it. They are as smart as their boomers that are the 50 plus nudge yeah. is happening much early and we're very happy to see that. They are not willing. We saw it during COVID, we saw it with the great resignation and they are not willing to work those 80 hour weeks. No. They want that life balance from the beginning. And they they're want, right. and they're, they're right. right. They want a planetary balance. We talk about that in our book. They want a life balance. They want um, uh, an, an age. They, they don't consider it an issue. So this is the wake up call. And this is the shakeup that we're doing. And, and I think everybody needs to be careful not to put people in boxes. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's not helpful. And we consider ourselves as millennials, as the millennials in the way we look at life. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and sometimes you have the bias or the self-beliefs that older people are not great with change and transformation. They're not great with digital. Uh, They're not going to be leading any change initiatives or transformation initiatives. And that's not just right. Uh, we see number of older generation helping the younger generation with mm-hmm. AI and digital, as we see younger people helping the older generation with digital. So it's not a question of age, it's a question of education, personality, bias, beliefs, um, experiences that do create those differences. Mm-hmm. But in generations, are just an excuse in our way to say, well, because of your age, this is the way you should behave. And this is yeah. the way you yeah. Yeah, because of your work. age, this is you should retire that that conversation as well. Yes, yes. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, I, we just have a couple minutes left. Um, I just purchased your book. Um, and and uh, it's called Wake Up, Shake Up, Thrive. Um, it's I just bought the Kindle version on Amazon right mm-hmm. now that you can also get the paperback. Um, it, tell us about this book. Uh, Well, the book we wanted, we are very pragmatic people. So what you'll find in the book is not only data, stats, explanation, information, but you'll find also what we call the Thrive Guide, so that people who read and go through the book um, get instantaneous tips, tools, exercise that they can implement tomorrow, so they can already start in their journey. And they don't have to go through lots of workshops and things like that, which we would love to do. 
However, it really allows them to take that one step forward mm-hmm. and, and look at the Thrive Guide. And it does explore the five dimensions of well-being we mentioned earlier. And since we are in Switzerland, we bring in a Swiss touch because Switzerland is the country in the world that actually uh, lives the longest, is uh-huh. the happiest. And that, that goes up and down between a few countries. But uh-huh. like, and, and Josh, we eat more chocolate than any other nation. <laughs> So hmm, people look, correlation there. Correlation there. Ah, yeah, that's right. That's very right. Clear one. And and we have also the thumb, uh, the, green, the thumb. green thumb um in the book because we do take sustainability very, very seriously. And we do want to leave a planet after we're gone. Yeah, it's not but only about human sustainability, clean. it's about sustaining our planet. So that's also a red thread that goes through the book. The website, wakeupshakeupthrive.com. Um, when our friend who's listening to our conversation goes there, what should they click on? What should they do? You know, I would say that they should click on the resource hub mm-hmm. because they're going to find lots of free resources. This month, we have interviewed four phenomenally successful mothers to celebrate Mother's Day. The interviews are amazing. And then beyond that, they can also download two chapters of our book, for free from the resource hub. I love it. Again, wake up, shake up, thrive. Uh, my new good friends, Ellen Kosher and Dominique Bendow. It's been a joy having you. Thank you so much for this conversation. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. (music) 